time. Well, what we'll do then, Rooch, it's time to uh, talk a little bit of trade. Brought to you by CMC Invest. It's international investing made easy. Download CMC Invest today. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. And know when to run. You never count your there you go. There's plenty happening. We don't know how much of it's real and how much of it's fertiliser. Interesting text, Roach, in regards to your love life too. No hope for the stallion. Send him to the knackery. Easy. It's a little bit of a brutal Easy. ending uh, for you, Roach. Hey, um, just before the news, uh, we're already running late for the news and you decided to talk about Brennan Cox, as you always do, Roach. Um, would you I like to hear... on the table very, very early. Yeah. Uh, just repeating. He has signed a six-year contract extension, already had 2024 in his deal. So he's now got seven years to go mm. to Fremantle. So he'll avoid free agency. But that's a strong indicator of his commitment to the Dockers, his happiness in Perth. And you've said this for some time yeah. now. This could be through your relationship with Robert Walls because his son is the list manager Correct. there, isn't he? Yes. David Walls. Uh, we've been saying for five years that Port need a tall defender and... Uh, who doesn't you know, need a tall mate. defender and, at the uh, moment? <laughs> we, we, got, we got one out there. got someone yes, rap dancing out the front. It's all happening today. Isn't We've it? had quite a display <laughs> today in front of the window. Yeah, well, we'll stop talking about Brennan Cox now as being a forward or mm. a backman for Port and the Crows because he is locked into Fremantle. Here's David Walls. Now and not allow him to get into next year and the noise around him become a distraction. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But, um, you yeah, know, Brennan's... Yeah, done an amazing job, um, you know, over his time at the club to develop himself both on and off field and um, was an All-Australian squad key defender last year. Um, yeah, integral to our plans moving forward. So we wanted to act early to, uh, I guess, yeah, lock him away. Um, you know, he, he settled in WA, um, originally from South Australia. So um, like you said, there's a huge demand for key defenders you know, in the market and you know, he's one that's crucial to us and that we wanted to get locked away early and, he was one also that was, was really keen to commit to the club. And, you know, so I'm here, here for the long haul and, you know, really believe in, in the direction the club's heading. It's Matthew Pavlich all over again. Well, it is. Uh, it's not a bad lifestyle over there at Frio. Mm. Uh, he's happy, so good luck to him. I would have been a um, cheeky chops and would have said, any chance you'll have a crack at Blake Acres? Get him back. Oh. Hey, now they've lost Liam Henry. Yes, I know. Wow. That makes it worse, doesn't it? He's nominated St Kilda. Yep. Uh, now, Chris Davies spoke about uh, Asava Radagalia on <laughs> AFL Trade Talk. This goes for a minute and a half. Uh, the pursuit of Asava. Oh, we definitely think, Brad, that, that he'll help us. You know, ultimately, you know, the, these guys, you know, what, what, what I would say is that it's easier to get deals done when the players are out of contract and, and you know, ultimately those guys can, can move if they don't get a, a trade done. So, mm. yeah, whereas we went we went after Asava last year and he wanted to come to us, he was contracted. And so totally understand that Geelong didn't want to do that deal at the time. I guess there's maybe a little bit more pressure on them to get the deal done this year because he's out of contract and and can walk. Um, yeah, we think Asava definitely will help our, our back line. You know, we've had our captain, Tom Jonas, retire. We've had Tom Cleary, who... You know, struggled this year to to get on the park. You know, Trent McKenzie the same. So we, we think that he can definitely help Aaliyah. You know, whether whether you know uh, Geelong see him at the, the top end or whether the public see him at the top end is is really not 
an issue for me. Ultimately, you know, these deals need to be worked through and, and get done. And yeah, well, we often don't look at these things individually. You look you look at the end of the trade period and say, what have you had to give up to get done? Sometimes you you have to give over. Sometimes you might think that you've been able to get through without giving total market value at the time. But you know, trades are, are generally looked back on after four or five years, and you, you work out whether you did a good job or not. This is the classic to Kenny Rogers on the poker game here. Mm-hmm. So this is where everyone stands on this, the three people who are involved. So Port Adelaide must trade in Asava Radigalea. There's no other way they're going to get him. They must trade him in. Geelong must trade him out or convince him to stay. Because if he goes down the path of saying, I'm just going to walk into a draft pool, Hawthorne is there. Yep. And they've already been into him quite early. They will put a deal that will lock out Port Adelaide, lock out Adelaide, which is also looking at Radigalea. So this is clear that Geelong and Port have to come to some arrangement. So it won't be like last year where Geelong mm. just goes, we're not interested in this. We'll keep him for another year, et cetera, et cetera. The big question again is, forget what Chris Scott has said about a first-round draft pick. What is a fair trade here, Kim? What is fair? Well, uh, talking about uh, clubs asking for first-round draft picks, Chris Davies was posed that question. No, I, I don't as much. I, I, I guess I've been around for long enough now to know that, you know, clubs in these situations are going to ask what they're going to ask for and, and that's their own prerogative to do it. And my job is ultimately to try and find whatever middle ground might exist with, with Jason Cripps, who, you know, equally our list manager has done it for probably longer than me and, and better than me. So, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll work through it, but... Yeah, ultimately, I do know that, that clubs are going to ask for whatever they want uh, and at the start, and I guess it's most important where it ends. Mm. He's yep. not a first-rounder for me. No. Uh, stack of text coming but through, Rich. What it might require is Port to use its future first to break up to get some mm. more assets in this year's. And if you've just joined us, we've already spoken about Xavier Dersmer and the fact that Essendon are into him, and we've been saying for months now that you've got to give something to yep. get something. So... Something will be given. We'll get Dolly Wines very shortly because his name keeps coming up. Mm. Um, here's a text that's come through from, oh, no name on this one. Uh, do you think that these long-term contracts take away financial incentives for the player? If you know your contract is up in two years, wouldn't you be giving 100% to maximise your next contract? Eight-year contract just means your financial value is locked in now. Is that signed cane cords? Uh, no. No, but what it does do, it gives you financial security. Yeah, and cane cords argument you is... financial security. Whereas this one is saying if you're doing every 10 years, you'll give 100% and try harder. Well, Every two years. Yeah, two years, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's uh, natural, give isn't me, it? Give me long-term security any time and the player will take it. Yes, but is that in the best interest of the club whereby if you do a long-term deal and someone sits back and says, well, I'm pretty comfortable now. That, yeah, that's another conversation. Mm. But uh, that's why the players do it. Now, we mentioned before Ollie Wine's name keeps coming up and this isn't to be mischievous. There's reasons behind it. The fact that uh, he wasn't spending as many midfield minutes, um, but he had an interrupted pre-season. But now that you have Jason Horn, francis Butters and Connor Rosie, how much time will he spend in the midfield? I think he's well and truly good enough to be in there and he needs to get it to the outside, to those lads with leg speed um, because uh, kicking's never been his number one, Wood. He's a bit like the old Sarge, Ian Perry. 
The old oh. helicopter kicks. Yeah. There's a memory. There's a memory. <laughs> He's not that bad, though. He's a Brownlow medalist. Yes. Um, here's Chris Davies, though. And I tell you what, Rich, you listen to Chris Davies here as opposed to when he spoke about Xavier Dersma. And uh, I'm pretty sure Ollie will still be at port. Mm, I think so. There was nothing, Kane, in, in Ollie's exit interview that would suggest that he wants to go and, and we're, we're not in a situation where we want Ollie to, to leave our club. Uh, you know, he's a, he's a player who, you know, we need to get back to our best. If, we, if you know, we're going to be able to move up the ladder next year, then, then what we need is Ollie Wines playing better footy than what he did this year, not, not for Ollie Wines to be at another club. Uh, which leads me to something else, Roach. And, and just quickly, we've got some breaking news on Devin Robertson. Uh, he's going to stay, apparently, at the Brisbane Football Club for what another two years. A very talented youngster. He was getting a lot of interest from back home, from the Eagles, yep. but apparently he's staying at the Lions. Good career move, I think. Could have got a massive deal with the Eagles, but... Um, oh, yeah, but which, which is going to give you greater satisfaction? Exactly. Come on. Now, it looks like Ollie Wines, isn't it uh, interesting, Roach? Uh, you're so bullish on him being the captain of the club, yes. yet he's the subject of so much conversation whether he be traded out, well, whether that be external noise correct. or not. Travis Boak was on with uh, Gary Lyon and Tim Watson this morning, and he was asked the question about who should be the next captain of Port. Yeah, I'm not sure. Obviously, Ollie's um, uh, the vice captain at the moment, and, and he's probably the obvious one. And then you've got some younger guys. If we if we do go down that path um, with Connor, Zach, um, you know, they're probably the the two front runners in in that position. But um, yeah, we'll probably sit down, have a camp, sort of talk through those things, and and the leadership group will sort of go through that as well. And and then the club will make the decision off the back of that. But we've got some really good candidates, whether it's Ollie. Um, or a youngster coming in and, um, you know, with a, with a young core group of leaders um, who have probably taken over this year, which has been great, um, to lead the club forward. So we're going to be in, a good, in good hands whichever way we do go. Well, I'm voting for Ollie. Who are you voting for? No, Connor Rosie. I think it's time. Generational change, uh, Rich. Uh, love Ollie Wines. I love and, Connor uh, Rosie as, as well. As you said, uh, you, you don't need the C alongside of your no. name to be a leader. So it would be perfect for him to mentor Connor Rosie. Zach Butter's not uh, mature enough, not in terms of a footballer, no, but exactly. all the other things associated yeah, with yeah, being captain. Exactly. Love him dearly. But yeah. uh, Connor Rosie, for me, we may do a poll next week on that, Roach. Find out how Port... Uh, supporters feel about it. Uh, here's a text before we go to a break, Rooch. Uh, hey, boys, there's no way I would do a straight swap for Xavier Dersma and Zerk Thatcher. I would want a late pick coming back our way. That's from Dominic yeah, well, at Athelston. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, but that's the thing, fair enough. you ask. But the thing <laughs> is, the thing is, Dommy, um, tall defenders. Yeah. They are hot property at the moment, so you pay overs. Yeah. Mm. You'd love to be in those talks, wouldn't you, and just... Have the argy bargy play out in front of you? I know. It'd be great TV, wouldn't it? Well, we've tried a bit of that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Good text has come through from uh, Louis. Don't worry about it, Luke. Roach, we'll get back to it. This one says, Roachy, Roach, 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 Roach. Any idea on what's happening with the uncontracted players at Alberton? That's from Louis. G'day, Louis. Here you are, Louis. We'll give it to you all straight here. Scott Lysett, we've told you, has a one-year deal in front of him from Port Adelaide that you can't sign. So yeah, yes, you said that a month ago, yeah. yeah. So we know Geelong and St Kilda have knocked on the door. We'll see where that plays. Okay. Horatio Fantasia we've been talking about for a while as well. Mm-hmm. Now, the good news for him is if it's not Port Adelaide, 
GWS are prepared to look at him as I hate this term, Kim. A rookie, a rookie listed player. I like that. That means no, I don't they like rookie listed. No, I know. Let, let it go. Let it get a chance. Yeah, let it go. Um, they'd have Toby Bedford, Brent Daniels, and uh, Arazio. There's a bit of X factor up forward, isn't yep. there? And the other one is the Ruckman, Sam Hayes, who yet again will go through this trade period with Port Adelaide suggesting maybe you talk to this club. Because mm. at this stage, when you look at what Port Adelaide's doing with Jordan Sweet and Ivan Soldo, how many Ruckman can you carry on a list? Uh, we'll get to that, Rooch, yeah. very quickly. They Thank you for three. that one, uh, Louie. Here's a text coming through saying, Kimbo, stay away from Megan Markle. She's a fruit loop. Laugh out loud, Jeffrey from Salisbury. An update on the love affair happening on the park bench in front of us. The gentleman that looked like he was going okay just wasn't letting her speak, Rooch. No. So she got up and left after about half an hour. Now, now the bloke's talking to an old... <laughs> It's a love story. You got anywhere with that? Me? Yes. Farmer, um, farmer wants a wife. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, it's still in negotiations, Roach. Just like Xavier Dersma, who Essendon are interested in, let's hear from Chris Davies regarding Xavier Dersma. Yeah, well, that, that's an interesting one. You, you know, what we've never done, you know, historically is really stand in the way of someone who thought that maybe their best footy was going to be played somewhere else if they had real reasons to do that. Now, you know, X is in a situation where he was, you know, he was in our team for all of last year, you know, disappointed, I guess, with his form and, and we hoped for him to be better and he's had some injury issues over time. I mean, I don't think there's any real reason for Xavier to leave the club, but equally, if, you know, if, if he came to us and said that he wanted to, then... I guess we've got some decisions to make. But right now, I think it's more likely than not that he's, he's with Port Adelaide next year. He's been wow. unlucky with his injuries. Uh, yeah. It looks like he fair chance he's gone. But we, said do, that, we said that six weeks ago. Let's do some realism here, Kim. Port doesn't have much in terms mm. of trade assets, in terms of draft picks. In the end, Essendon's going to say, you're taking one of our players and putting a three-year contract in front of it. We want one of yours. Mm. And, we had and a Xavier good... Dersma would fit Essendon's needs. Surely. Yeah, we had a good text from Henry yesterday, straight swap. Yeah. You, oh, well, you said you'd do the deal. I'd do it. Fit support Adelaide. They'd get on with it. What did you say yesterday about list management? The way in which you just went through what Adelaide had to do with the oh, Tom yeah. Duday one is mm. your point is right. If you do not evolve, improve, advance, you're going to fall behind. Uh, exactly. Now, you can get you've emotional. To, you need to take the you motion You can get emotional if you want. Mm. But what does that do for you? Not much, Rich. What does it do for West Coast? Just gives you a broken heart. Oh, uh, his okay. text, uh, Kimbo and the Prince of Port Adelaide. Well, Lines is a Geelong supporter. Benny's a Crow supporter. So that you, you're the is that you? Oh, exposed. The, prin the Prince exposed. of Port Adelaide. Uh, I'll give you a whisper. Yes. Oliver will be reunited with Darren Burgess. Adelaide will give pick nine next year's first and McAdam. Duday pick will also go to Melbourne with a late pick for Harrison Petty. Crows will get this done because next year they need only second round picks for father, sons, Tyler Welsh and the other Michael Annie brother. I have your whiting to Rooch. Okay. Oh, that's from Mark. I See like how that it. one plays. There's one thing that, uh, and remember earlier in the year, Costa and I were banging heads because he didn't like the letter from the chairman that mm. the Crows were sitting on no, their CEO. Head, CEO, that yeah. they were doing nothing. I said, nothing on the top but paddling like hell, like a duck underneath. And there are surprising things that happen at this time of the year, as we remember with Jason Horn Francis. <laughs> exactly. Um, look, the other one you spoke about, the Ruckman, uh, this is interesting mm. because you yeah, have a surplus, but they're not top liners at the moment. This is Chris Davies talking about Jordan Sweet, Ivan Soldo, and the current ruck, ruck stocks. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think Brad, we'd be we'd be open to bringing them both in. Yeah, we think I mean, Jordan has a reason to come back to South Australia, and that is that he's from here. Yes, uh, and you know the reality is he's behind probably the premier ruckman in the in the competition, and he's out of contract. So, yeah, there are some ticks in our box for for Jordan, and yeah, he's he's obviously expressed his interest to to come to Port Adelaide, and and we definitely want to get that deal done. Um, you know, Soldo's in a different situation. But we are, as you say, we are really happy with the progress of you know, Dante Vicentini on our list this year, who played a couple of games, did a really good job down a game in Geelong, and young, aggressive bugger that we think has you know <laughs> has you know a future in the game. But whether he's ready right now to have the, the number one ruck mantle put on his shoulders, or whether it's better for him to to battle it out with you know one or two other quality rucks, you know that's probably the decision that we're looking to make. Alrighty, a lot more trade talk coming up in the next half hour. What's happening at Karen Rolton Oval? Well, I did say yesterday, once bitten, and you did bark at me, but it has happened, Kim. South Australia collapsed to 157 today. Tasmania has to get 84. They're two for 46 at the moment. They're chasing 38 runs, and I don't think we can get enough rain over today and tomorrow. No, it's it's all sunshine tomorrow. What did I bark at you about? When I said once bitten about the Redbacks, I'd... You can't lose outright first up at home. You sure I said that? Yeah. Well, I don't think I was exuding any confidence in our state Oh, I thought team. you were having to go at me for losing confidence yeah. in them. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember, Richard. Why? Why do they break our hearts like this? <laughs> Why? <laughs> we're more heartbroken than the chap on the stool now. Fair dinkum, Rich. They are crocodile tears. 